Hi, and welcome to Feisty Mermaids. If you're joining us for the first time, this show is a place where we explore topics to help you unleash the power of the mermaid within. We talk about self-love, relationships, and the roadblocks which we often create and stop us from becoming limitless. Today, I'm going to talk about the way people treat us and how this is really a reflection of themselves. It's taken me a really long time to wrap my brain around that statement as I used to always internalize people's ugliness and meanness as something that I had caused. It's in my nature to want to make people happy and for them to like me. So if I perceived that I had done or said something wrong and that I upset someone, I made every attempt to make the situation right. So does this resonate with you? Well, if it does, we're going to explore this and a lot more here on Feisty Mermaids. So I'm going to start by sharing a story of a difficult relationship with my ex-husband. And I'll share also some of the psychology behind what I've learned is actually called projection. I've talked in this podcast and on the Feisty Mermaids blog about the difficulties that come with co-parenting with an ex. And if I have any listeners out there who have gone through a divorce or a separation, I think you know what I'm talking about when you share children. I won't go into a lot of details about this, but I can say that the situation was a very high conflict. And I actually had to petition the courts to appoint a parenting coordinator to help us oversee the case and also to help give us the tools and the skills to be the best parents that we could be for our daughter. I have to say that at least in the US, many family attorneys often write, they don't recommend parenting coordination. My theory is that they would rather collect outrageous fees and drag out the conflict via the court system and lawsuits instead of helping parents to work together for the sake of the children. I can talk about that more in a different podcast, but for now, let's focus on the things that have come out of working with the parenting coordinator. The sessions were initially very tense, as you can imagine, and up until this point that we started to work with the coordinator, he'd actually refused to communicate with me for any issues regarding our daughter, which made co-parenting very difficult. And when we did communicate, it was very hostile and very ugly. And this continued into the sessions with the coordinator. Uh, my ex-husband would often state that I was a bad mother, and he implied that I made poor decisions regarding her well-being. He constantly accused me of lying and of being deceitful. On many occasions, the parenting coordinator questioned his accusations and pointed out that there was really no basis for his statements. And this kind of went on for months. I was so frustrated and I really started to feel like I was a punching bag for him. I felt like he was taking out his anger and frustrations on me without any truth and without any reason. So in Mexico, we have the saying, 
and it goes, como se vive, se juzga. And it's roughly translated to how you live is how you judge. And I felt that I was really being judged very unfairly. And I started to think that it had more to do with his internal demons than anything that I had done or anything I'd said. But still, I tried to respond with as much kindness and calmness as I could because I knew that retaliating or arguing would actually just make the situation even worse. So then my sister-in-law gave me this book and it's called Listen to Your Body, Your Best Friend on Earth. And it's by Liz, Liz Bourbeau. And as I read the book and began a really intimate and rewarding and powerful relationship with myself, I thought about that Mexican saying. And one night I read a quote on Pinterest that said, the way people treat you is a statement of who they are as a human being. It's not a statement about you. So I reflected on that. And I started to realize that the ugliness that I was getting during the parenting coordination sessions and all the interactions, that ugliness wasn't about me at all. It was all about him. So I began to develop a lot of compassion for the parent, for the father of my child. And I realized that he was suffering and that his internal anger and hate and everything he was feeling was actually being projected onto me, but it had nothing to do with anything, any of my words or any of my actions. I've done a little bit of research and psychologists actually call this projecting. Projecting is the process of actually displacing someone's feelings onto a different person, animal or object. So in essence, you're kind of transferring how you're feeling and you're just projecting it on someone else. This concept actually first emerged with Sigmund Freud's work when he was looking at defense mechanisms. And the concept was further refined by his daughter, Anna, who actually also became a very prominent psychologist. In essence, projecting is usually a defense mechanism to deal with uncomfortable feelings and emotions that we may have on the inside. A common example of this, it's let's say, for example, a bully who may be projecting his own feelings of low self-esteem, low self-worth onto a peer. Researchers suggest that projecting is usually very unconscious and that it actually allows for difficult traits to be recognized without the person or the individual fully recognizing it in themselves. And research also say that most people project from time to time, and, and I can definitely see that. We all do it from time to time. And they state that the best way to recognize if you're projecting is to pay attention when your fears and insecurities are provoked. So they recommend that you actually step away from the conflict and allow your defenses to kind of fade and to kind of calm down so that you can think clearly about the situation. They say that you can also recognize when someone is projecting on you, when they react very strongly to something that you say, and there doesn't really seem to be a reasonable explanation for their reaction. By taking a step back and determining 
that their response doesn't match their actions, you can recognize that they may be projecting their insecurities onto you. So Dr. Grant Brenner, a psychiatrist and psychoanalyst, explains that projection requires denial and a swap between oneself and others. He says that we treat the other person consistently with how we feel about that quality in ourselves. We're therefore unaware and or avoiding something about ourselves. He says that when we project, we end up treating others in ways that reflect how we could feel about ourselves if we actually weren't projecting. So I can't tell you the sigh of relief that I felt after reading and understanding the concept of projection because now I actually apply this concept to every ugly interaction that I have with any person. If I get treated poorly by someone, I stop and I remember that it's really not about me. It's about them and what they're feeling about themselves on the inside. And if you think about it, Sadly, this really happens a lot. This happens at work with your boss and with your peers. Maybe it happens with a clerk while you're trying to get a permit in the government or some kind of record that you need. So understanding this actually makes it easier for me to have compassion towards others. I take a moment to send the person that I may be having an interaction with that's not a very positive interaction to send them some light and peace and continue to give them kindness. Even if their words and their actions that they're doing towards me are hurtful, they sting. Going back to the situation with my ex, once I understood where the ugliness was coming from, I stepped back and looked at the situation with compassion. And I actually started to dedicate some of my meditation sessions to him and started to wish him some inner peace. And I actually don't think it's a coincidence that my attitude towards him has softened. I've made a bigger effort to redirect any negative thoughts that I may have about him or a situation that I have with him. Dr. Brenner also explains and states that projection is considered a very primitive response because it's easy to do. And he says that it actually first emerges in childhood. I recently had a situation with my daughter where she was projecting anger towards me. And once I started to dig deeper, I discovered that she was actually sad about something that she's kind of been struggling with. And I felt that it was a good opportunity to teach her how to understand what she's feeling and to be mindful about lashing out to others with her words or actions because she may be herself hurting on the inside. I talked with her about feelings and the feelings that she was having. And once we started to process that, I could really see her demeanor just completely change. Projecting can leave others feeling very depleted and broken. And I know that I felt exactly like that. And for anyone that's listening to this podcast, if you're struggling with any kind of internal pain or suffering, or you know someone who is, maybe start to think about sitting with those uncomfortable feelings and confront them 
instead of just kind of projecting them to someone else. And this could really start to lead to some good inner healing. So I'd love to hear about what you think about this topic and the topic of projection. And as always, you can reach me on social media, send me a note, send me a private message. You can find me on most of the major social media platforms by using at Feisty Mermaids. And you can also visit me on my website so that you can read the latest blogs, maybe check out some of the clothes, subscribe also so that you can follow some of the latest information and the latest things that I post on there. And my website is feistymermaids.com. So for today, I'm going to leave you with this quote from Ianla Van Salt. And it says, you can accept or reject the way you're treated by other people. But until you heal the wounds of your past, you will continue to bleed. You must find the strength to open the wounds, stick your hands inside, pull out the core of the pain, the pain that's holding you in your past and in those memories, and make peace with them. I would say that's easier said than done. But thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.